bag of four grits. My webcam is like six inches above my eye line, so I have to like look up for, for my face to look normal. Yeah. Uppies. See, but this is this is Uppies. just like the true height comparison, oh, though. This is what we always see, Amanda. Mm. No, I'm yeah, really tall. Anna's I'm actually three feet tall. Just three <laughs> feet tall in real life. I'm extremely tall and strong. I have uh, very very uh, tall, good strong muscles. legs, mm-hmm. yep. good bones. Just the bones that go all the way up to where they need My to be. My bones go all the way up. <laughs> damn, girl, those bones go all the way up. <laughs> what damn, girl, what those bones do? Me in the Amazon rainforest seeing a cute girl get skeletized by piranhas. <laughs> damn. You with all 206 of those bones. bones. Ooh. Damn. Want 207 Seven? bones? <laughs> you have 207 bones. What's seems your like you're, bone? Seems like you're the, short on bones there. Could you use one more? The the, the boner, Keisha. <laughs> oh, gotcha. As in the dog. Oh, I understand. Because <laughs> you know some people they've got you know abnormalities in their bodies. Mm. I am about to have bone. more bones. I'm about to have a whole bunch of extra bones because a TikTok friend of mine is going to mail me a deer spine. Ooh, oh, hell yeah. very excited That's for that. Cool. Do the, it is cool. Do teeth count as bones when we're talking about 206 bones? I think. I, I don't know. Mm, good question. I good took question. so like, many anatomy classes and I honestly can't remember. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, this is what I get. You were this is what for I this. get for, <laughs> for t- getting a job that has nothing to do with my degree. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus uh, doesn't care about how many bones you have. He loves you all the same. Mm. But now I don't know how many bones, bones there are. <laughs> so hello, hello everybody, and welcome to the Cool Takes Podcast. The only bad movie podcast where the bad movies are good, actually. Every week we mount a sincere and unironic defense of an unpopular or unliked movie in the hopes of successfully gaslighting our audience into having bad taste. My name is Jackson McMurray. My name is Alan McMurray, and I will be throwing myself into the sun today. <laughs> My name is Keisha Rhodes, and we're the Volturi in this one. Mm, where, where are they at? Go? And where we're joined we today by a special guest who will introduce herself and plug her projects in three, two, one, one and a half, now. Uh, mm. That's not how math works. It's not the right order. I said go. Hi, I'm Radiger slash Tanferad, SCP content creator and writer and director of the podcast Find Us Alive. You can find me on Twitter at Radiger, R-A-D-D-A-G-H-E-R, or at at Site107, because those are the two channels that I run. Um, and you can brand also, new owner of a deer spine. Mm. Possibly. To that. We're still working out how to send bones in the mail. Um, <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> Yeah, possibly, uh, possibly owner of a deer spine soon, uh, maybe. But you can follow me on YouTube at uh, my channel's called Tanferad. So is my TikTok account. I make SCP content, and I love this movie. Mm, so yeah, yeah, let me let me ask you, Respect. Anna, what um, when I approached you about covering a Twilight movie, you picked out Breaking Dawn Part 1 very quickly. You were very excited. Yes, it's my favorite one. Would you like to elaborate? Uh, we want to know about your relationship with the Twilight movies in general. 
we talk a lot about our relationship with them, like from adolescence into adulthood, and also what specifically about this one uh, drew you in. So I was like one of those not like other girls, little kids who was like, Twilight's dumb and it sucks and I'm too cool to read Twilight. (laughs) And I don't like romance things because I'll find out in 10 years that I'm I'm asexual. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'm Uh, too smart for romance. (laughs) (laughs) Boys, gross. Um, So like, you know, I didn't, I like vehemently hated Twilight in middle school because that was like the cool thing to do. And then beyond that, I just like didn't really care. Uh, And then Jackson and I watched all of the movie, like marathoned them all in like, in like a week. Yeah. And like, they, they fuck. They're, they're very fun movies. (laughs) They do be fucking in here. They really do do be. Uh, Except they pretty much don't. They fuck precisely once. Uh, Twice. Yeah, but it's the hardest anyone has ever. <laughs> yeah, they she got she got a little bruised. Did you see? They broke the world pump. record for fucking. They fucking yeah. cartoonishly like goose feathers she in the air. Her, fucking yeah. destroyed her so that bed. They fucked the most out of anyone. They really did. I think Just like like, like density wise, yes, they did. <laughs> I think that like it's. Uh, we talked about, like, New Moon. We were like, New Moon's a lot of fun because this is, like, the least problematic one. Like, there's not as much going on. <laughs> I think Breaking Dawn Part 1 is good because it's definitely the most problematic oh one. Oh, my God, it yeah. Feels like, oh, my God. It feels like everything, like, not only in a problematic, like, ethical, like, justice sense, but also yeah. in just a, like, storytelling sense. Like, Everything that is frustrating about Twilight as a franchise <laughs> is like turned up to eleven in this movie. Crank in it this up. way that Crank like it just up. it almost like comes back around and eats its own tail and like becomes self-parody. Like yeah. it's oh just so profoundly God, itself. It is like the purest, most distilled, most authentic Twilight experience, I think. <laughs> <laughs> My first thoughts watching this movie, I started taking notes and then I got so fucking flabbergasted that I stopped taking notes because I just couldn't. But like the beginning of this movie feels like no, none. this whole movie doesn't feel like any other Twilight movie. Like they all- it feels like, like Breaking Dawn Part 2. It, okay, well, I haven't seen it. But like they're all- it like, actually so doesn't feel like breaking down the heart. No, not really. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like the way that they talk and the way that they like looked, like Bella and Edward didn't look the way that they usually did. Like it's all weird. It didn't seem it's just so different. It's weird. Right. I and will then we say, just Yeah. Bella Swan looks both the best she's ever looked in this movie <laughs> and the worst she's ever looked in this movie. No, okay, she looks sure. like she, she looks the best she's ever looked, and then she looks uh, the she best looks, she's ever looked. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right, yeah. Just like the most, she looks so gorgeous. Like they, they have her in two wedding dresses. Yep. Like yeah, just for fun. Oh, yeah. she, she's just looking so gorge and then literally gorged. From yeah. Yeah. I, <laughs> from gorgeous to engorged. <laughs> at the end of the movie, when she fucking reinflates with vampire blood. Yes. I, so good. So no, fucking good. It's not. 
we'll, yes, we'll, yes, no, yes, we'll yes. talk about how much I love that and my favorite my favorite part of that. I'm sh- I'm so, sure you all know which part I'm talking about. I can't. But I, I my like one thing. I have a lot of things, but one of the big things that I cannot do is pregnancy stuff. And this whole movie is just pregnancy stuff. And let me tell you, I have never been made so physically ill by a movie in a really long time. Like, I was not okay afterwards. Because y'all were talking about how so funny this movie was. I was like, okay, it goes off the rails. I thought it would go off the rails in a funny way, not in a truly disturbing, horrifying way. So as I was looking into, like, the pre-production on this movie, Breaking Dawn, as a book... Yes. Everybody who was making these Twilight movies from the very beginning, basically, was like, Breaking Dawn's going to be a problem. Like, (laughs) when Twilight was so successful, they didn't greenlight the whole franchise. They greenlit New Moon and Eclipse. Because they were like, oh, damn. We're not going to get in there unless we really have to. Like, let's make sure Oof. we're really, like, going to do this we're if we're really going to do on, it. We're really on this boat before it gets out of port. Uh, yeah. And, it, and, like, Stephanie Meyer had, like, a blog, and people would ask her, like, when Twilight came out, she would just say straight up, like, we're not going to make Breaking Dawn. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, we're not going to make a Breaking this Dawn. This is fucking weird. Yeah. And, like, it's, it was the thing, like, everything on this list, it was, like, down and down, like, produced and writers and Stephanie Meyer and Robert Pattinson and everybody just being like, I mean, we're probably not going to do Breaking Dawn, right? <laughs> like, I don't think it? that's going to... Have you read what happens? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I guess, you know, like, each one of these movies just got more and more successful in the last, so they finally were like, okay, we got to figure <laughs> something out. They went for the part one, part two, like... Yeah. Apparently, be. here's what's wild. So... This movie was directed by Bill Condon, who's, like, a Mm -hmm. super interesting director to me, uh, because he made, uh, uh, I mean, the thing you might know him best from is the live-action Beauty and the Beast, but he also made Mr. Holmes and one of the Candyman sequels. He's one of these guys who's just around, but he has this, like, obsession with sort of, like, monster movies, Um, but sort of, like, classy like, old-school kind of monster movies, you yeah, know? Yeah, like, you want a monster movie, but the monster's wearing, like, a suit the and a tie. Exactly, ones. yeah. Uh-oh. Yeah, yeah, race. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Uh, but, good, uh, for the parts that are racist. Let's look at the receipts. <laughs> when but, was the last time you watched 1940s Wolfman? Because there's a lot of Rom- Romani stuff in that movie. It's really Uh-oh. upsetting. But, Oopsie um, Anyway... But, <laughs> when they were trying, when they were shopping around for talent for Breaking Dawn Part One and Part Two, because they're filmed together, they're both have the same director, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yes. Uh, which is why it's so weird that these movies are so totally different. But like, apparently, the the three people that were like trying to get the gig were Bill Condon, uh, Gus Van Sant, and Sofia Coppola, <laughs> and like, holy shit. Either of those sounds so insane. <laughs> apparently, oh apparently Gus Van Sant and Sofia Coppola had like really big takes and they wanted to like change a lot of stuff. And the company was like, no, nah, it's mm. not going to work out. Like, we can't do it like that. God, uh, I wish they would have. I wish they did. <laughs> but like Gus Van Sant, director of like my own private Idaho and fucking, uh, uh, why can't I think of any other Gus Van Sant movies? <laughs> <laughs> that one. That's uh, the only one. Like a, a, a different one. But like, uh, uh, Goodwill Hunting. Fuck, that's the that's the. Oh big damn! One. Whoops. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I always think about... of your own private Idaho because I think of the B fifty two song. Uh, 
Uh, yeah, it's a great song. I'm always thinking of the B-52s. But like, you know, either of those like sounds That's so my secret. cool. Uh, but I guess like Bill Conan got the gig because he was most willing to just be like, yeah, I don't know. We'll just do the book. And that's just that's just always what companies want from these like YA adaptations. Yeah. Like they're so terrified of like, what the breaking fans the mold. Want. They're, yeah. they're, they're so terrified of preteens being upset yeah. about things. And they should be. <laughs> um, but like it's it's just fucking bizarre it that like i don't know this is like literally there was like so much talk about like should it be rated r like the it should have uh, been it should have been. been we'll, we'll get there but it should have it should have been it should have been right Fuck, but it dude. becomes this thing where it's like the target audience is teenagers we're not going to yeah. legally restrict them from watching this movie you know yeah. and like it's it's and they just like it seems like they spent so much fucking time and like there's <laughs> there's a um when I was listening to that director commentary for New Moon, Chris White's the director of New Moon, was talking about how he like he made his movie and kind of got out like not only was he not that interested in making more, but like they also seemed to be interested in kind of moving on. Not that he like got fired or whatever, but just like they mm-hmm. didn't want to make more. So this um, is we made an agreement. Yeah, and like he was yeah. like they basically <laughs> never talked to me like from then on like they didn't necessarily like care what i had to say like not like he was mean or anything but he was just like we just like didn't talk just to like each they other. Didn't, they didn't, until yeah. like 2010 when i got a phone call and it was the producer of this movie being like hey chris help how do you how do you think you would deal with um the with jacob imprinting, imprinting on a baby <laughs> And he was like, you guys are knock, on knock, your knock. own. Like, I'm not going to help you with this. Listen, <laughs> Which I think let is me know. Let so me know. funny. I got a cannon loaded to talk about imprinting. Let me know when we <laughs> oh, get yeah. there. No, me too. Yeah. Let, let's just fucking. Well, let's talk about it. Let's just fucking get into it. Because I know that it is established that they're like, it's not. A love thing. It is about protection. It's not necessarily. He describes necessarily. it as a protection thing. When he's talking about Renesanesame, he says it's about yeah, protecting. Resume. It's about being a brother. <laughs> it's about protecting her in every way. And you're right. And But it is can also be a romantic thing because all other examples that we've seen of it have been romantic, which is mm. bad. And then there's just that one shot where he's having the vision of their future together where it's just a shot of her lips. And that is... Rancid. As an it adult. Sucks and I hate yeah, it. they're gonna get married. They're gonna get married in like a year when she's an adult. Yeah, because she's not a regular baby. Not a regular baby. She's not a regular baby. She's a CGI baby. She's the yeah, world's she's weirdest the, CGI she baby. Is, she is, you're right, she's not a real baby, but she it is, is I think, a horror. I think we need to plan a trip to go up to Forks, Washington, where they have the yes. haunted Renesmee doll. Could we <laughs> yes. please? Could we? We could do that. Like glass, they're on the in the glass case, like that. that yeah, like like Annabelle. With its dirty yeah. socks, it, it walks around. It, it has human hair and human teeth. They wanted yeah. it to be more no. realistic. It's. Are you kidding me? It's (laughs) It's the worst thing in the world. Physically melting. I think we should go. We've been talking. We should do this. We've been playing with the idea of doing like on location podcasts for so long. Maybe that's the one we finally do. That's I I mean that's some fucking Patreon content. Just like the three of us. Yeah, go to fucking. 
I mean, I don't know. I got spring break coming soon. Maybe we take a road trip to Forks <laughs> and see the baby. That. I would love that. Go word a hurt song on it. Yeah, I would Damn. like to see the baby. Get an interview. I would, I would, I would like, like, to, like see to see the baby. <laughs> Except she's not a baby. It's a, it's a oh God, know. it's a piece of hell like, come to earth. I think, I just, I don't know. I think that when Stephanie Meyer was cooking up, like, what do we do with Jacob? What do we do with Jacob? Because he's out here. We need to throw him a bone, literally, because he's a dog. Because he's a dog. <laughs> And it's he never, makes such a drastic never. improvement in this movie. Like he's totally. really does. Yeah, he's a good guy. Turns his shit around. Like, yeah, he's being such a. He's like, I just you know, like I know that like I'm not the one, but I still love and care about you, so I'm gonna protect you. And then you know they and, and then they get to the imprinting, and <laughs> it's. It's part of it. It's part of it. I'm just trying to look at it sexual. at like a writing and like okay. a writing viewpoint. Like never in a million years would my thoughts be Jacob needs to end up with somebody, not Leah. Fuck her. What if? What if Literally Bella had a baby? Okay, no. What if Bella had a baby that looked exactly like her, and then Jacob could marry that? But we'll make her an adult first. Like, why is that your first fucking no, no. thought, Stephanie? I can tell you why. I can tell you why. Yeah. So these movies become infinitely like more like fascinating to look at when you remember that the author is Mormon. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, there is yeah, an yeah. entire thing in the LDS church about being like predestined for your spouse. Like yeah, you're together in the before times. <laughs> and when you think about that, it like Uh-oh. the idea that like when you are born, there is like a man who is destined to be your husband. Right. That's yeah. like actually a romantic idea for some people. Yeah. And like when you keep that in mind, <laughs> These movies are like so fascinating yeah. to watch because yeah, there is so like, much. There is so much to just so like, like look at her viewpoint. Yeah, it, let's let's yeah. go yeah. from the beginning because I I adore the wedding sequence in this movie. I think the oh, wedding sequence is actually like, really fun. Yeah. It's really Both fun, and like the Both wedding itself yeah. is really beautiful. And like, and then you know the fucking uh, not after party. What do you call it at a wedding reception? Reception. Like where they're all giving their speeches, <laughs> and like we talked about, I talked about in Eclipse how like Eclipse has too much Charlie to the point where it becomes a little bit too real and kind of bums me out. Where sad. I'm like, yeah. oh man, Charlie, like you shouldn't be letting this happen. But Your like this movie, in a really bad situation. Yeah, yeah, and like, but this movie has like the perfect amount where it's just like Charlie with that like fucking thousand yard stare giving his speech at the reception he's the best character he's like the most fun character <laughs> to watch is. on screen because yeah. he just looks dead inside in every show. yeah the one time the one time that i was sad during the wedding is that part when she's walking down the aisle before she sees edward where she's just like fuck i don't want to do this and we know all of the terrible decisions she's been making so it was just like this visceral like yeah bella you shouldn't have been making all of these decisions and it just I feels know. like it's all hitting her at once and you're like holy fuck yeah and then she sees love, Edward and she makes out like, with him for an extended amount of time so it's all one fine. of my favorite things love. about this movie is how like how straight all of the other characters are played I know like all of her yeah. like human high school friends yeah. who are like she's definitely pregnant right yeah <laughs> the high school friends are so great like, the high schoolers 
movies. Anna Kendrick, every time they let Anna Kendrick have a moment in any of these movies, she just so swings and nails yeah. it out of the park. It's incredible. Her little bit about, like, and Edward loved her, even though she wasn't counted as a Bellaval team. <laughs> I mean, I'm kidding. My she was president. Was president. So, so like, funny. So funny. When Charlie's like in the Cullen's house and he's like, Are these graduation <laughs> caps? And the mom's like, That and is so fun. It's like, That's so clever. And he's like, This is weird. <laughs> I like, Why? Why? I like when we have that one shot of her mom with the letter in Florida and she's just like, Definitely in front of a green screen of the beach behind her. Yeah. Like, she's like on Skype with mm-hmm. her grandkids and pretending she's underwater. It's good. It's really it's like, good. It's like a set and they have. Have like the fence, and then it's just like a painted background. Yeah, I mean not like literally, but like you can tell. Yeah, I was just gonna say, fully is just like Munchkin Land. Like, hey, it was one scene. It was yeah. one scene. It was yeah. one scene. Yeah. It was just really funny. Were they filming on a beach somewhere else? Yes, but could they have used like, that beach? No, no, no. <laughs> Absolutely so, not. You wouldn't so you do this. You do this wedding sequence, and it's so great. And then you move on. To the 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 honeymoon the where honeymoon. they seemingly, I mean, I don't want to be obtuse about it, but they seemingly drive to Rio de Janeiro from Washington. Yeah, don't they, uh, talk about plane. Plane. they talk about it. There's no, I, yeah, I'm no. just, I'm There's a poking fun. Plane. There's no shot of a Sir. plane though. You cut yeah, from no, them the driving the Volvo to them in a cab in it's Rio. Implied. It's implied. Well, well, it well then there's the, there's the private jet when they go back. Isn't it weird you any character's poop? Isn't that <laughs> yeah. weird? That I'm, just saying, I'm just pointing out it's cut funnily. It makes it seem like they drove from Washington. <laughs> they don't else. travel by That's map. True. You have to travel by map. <laughs> yeah, so I know where true. you are from where you were. And they, get from the, they drive the Volvo all the way to Rio. And yeah. uh, <laughs> I was a little worried because at the end <laughs> of Eclipse, he's driving a Jeep. And I was like, oh, yes. no, did they sell the Volvo? They didn't. They still have the Volvo. They did. We still got it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, That's their and like, okay. That's part of it. So, but when I say, Are you like. Team Edward, Team Volvo. Yeah. <laughs> team Jeep or Team Volvo. But when I say that, like, it's, it's, uh, uh, like, I, when I say it, like, doubles down on all the most frustrating elements of Twilight in a lot of ways is, like, uh-huh. perfectly encapsulated by this whole honeymoon sequence in yeah. which, like, you think it is going to finally be the time <laughs> where you where they let somebody just be happy, but, like, this franchise is just fundamentally incapable of letting anybody enjoy sex ever. <laughs> like, yeah. it can never mm-hmm. just be fun. It can never just be people in love with each other having sex. Because, like, not only, like, <laughs> so... I'm just thinking about the whole honeymoon sequence because every every step of it is insane. So they go on the honeymoon. They're like, we've agreed we're going to... First of all, Jacob is like, you're going to fuck her to death. Don't do this. Your boner's going to kill her at Uh her wedding. Which is, he was right. He's correct. He is uh, correct. He wasn't wrong. <laughs> he said, please don't do he it. He shouldn't say it, though. <laughs> he was uh-huh. right. That's and like, conver- okay, but that conversation is so fucking whack where she's like, oh, I didn't want to be writing and paying on my honeymoon. And he's like, who fucking cares? And she's like, well, it's my honeymoon. And he's like, you're going to have sex on your honeymoon? And it's like, this is well, the it's worst. Like, this and it's is like, the worst. Jacob is just like, you're going to, she's going to die. You're going to murder her with your giant penis. Yes. And, and Edward is just like, nuh-uh. 
<laughs> like there's no, like there's, there's you're not He's like, gonna pick her up and throw her across the room like a rag doll. <laughs> like Edward and Bella don't have like a plan or like no. any reason why they've decided it's a good idea. Like it's literally they're yeah. just like it's like 15 year old logic of how weddings work. It's like yeah. you literally like get into a car from the wedding venue and end up in <laughs> Go wherever to your, your destination is. And then you have like, sex there. It's yeah. so strange. Because when I was young, I was like, well, duh. Like, duh. duh. Of course she doesn't yeah, want to be a vampire with, during her honeymoon because that happens literally right after a wedding. But it's like, no, a lot of people don't take a honeymoon or go months and months months before they go on a honeymoon or (laughs) also it did take her like 15 minutes to actually turn into a vampire so (laughs) yeah Yeah. Yeah. it was a very quick process but so okay so they get they get they get there they're like we're gonna have sex and edward's like i mean we're gonna try like you know don't get your hopes up too high we gotta be careful it's like okay sure they go out on the beach. Yeah, you they make out naked virgin. in the water with like really. It doesn't look good. It's not a secret that looks good. It doesn't like yeah. it's not even hot. Like yeah. they're just like, like in the water. A, you ever like out. go on a beach <laughs> trip with your friends and go swimming at night and you're like, oh, I'll take a picture of all of us together and it's just like you all look like sea monsters and like there's no <laughs> lighting and it kind of looks like found footage. <laughs> this is that, but they tried to tell you it was sexy. <laughs> right. So then they go back and they have sex in the bed. Uh, it's a PG-13 movie. <laughs> So the sex scene lasts <laughs> about twenty seconds, mm-hmm. and, and just, it's like just and it's violent. Edward gets on top in missionary, <laughs> and just like breaks the bed with his hand, <laughs> and like for a PG thirteen movie, I was a little bit surprised at like the amount of thrusting they get in, but then it's over like that. Like it's so short, yeah. and like. I don't know, like, this whole fucking franchise has been, like, building up to them having sex, and you want it to just be nice and cool, and you want to spend some time with it, you want it to be hot and fun, and you want them to be happy, and, like, none of that happens. Yeah, and I want them to love each other. Yeah, yeah, they have sex for, like, a minute, they have sex for, like, 20 seconds, and then you just cut to the next morning, and they've got, like, down feathers strewn all over the place, and the bed is, like, destroyed. And it's, like, the whole thing is, like overshadowed by both of them just like having this incredible anxiety about having yeah. sex yeah. and I'm like yeah. I just want them to have fun exactly and there's that sequence there's that little montage where they like cue that like rock song and it's like Bella like getting that ready and like so shaving her yeah. legs and it's like it has this energy of like yeah hell yeah she's like excited she's like getting ready and yeah. like making herself yeah. all pretty and you're like this is great but then right at the end she like breaks down and like sits down and like puts her hands through her hair and you're like no fucking stop like just have fun just like each other Uh, yeah it just like it reveals like all the jokes of like they have no chemistry are like fully at the forefront right now where they're about to do something where they like fully have to trust each other on like an intimate level not on like a i I trust you to protect me from werewolves but like on a real level trust each other and they fucking i don't don't they just don't (laughs) And it's gross because Edward is like, I'm afraid I'm going to hurt you. I would like to not have sex. And Bella's just like, fuck you. I would like to have sex, please. Like, it's just all levels of it are just gross. Just have a conversation and like each other. Like, it's just, it's not that (laughs) hard. And then, so then the next conflict. Where they're like, where she's trying to like seduce him. The the chemistry is really good during those scenes. Yeah, but then it's just fucking sad because... 
Because yeah. Edward is like not having sex with her. Like he is so upset that he left like a little fucking bruise on her arm when they were having sex. He's like, yeah. I'm, this is the skin of a killer, Bella. Like we can't. Yeah. And like, like, and like then, honey, people like, hit each other with sticks in bed. How have you been alive for a hundred years and you yeah, don't know you that? Don't know that. <laughs> and like, he's, a tra- he's traditional. <laughs> he's just old school like that. Yeah. Yeah. And, but so like, and then there's this whole montage of like, them trying to have fun on her honeymoon, but every time Bella tries to, like, physically get close to them, he, like, dips and runs away. And you, like, cut to her, like, crying, because she's like, why won't you fuck me, Edward? Yeah. Like, yeah, what is she's happening? Like, dreaming. Yeah. She's, yeah. like, wakes up crying from a dream where they have sex, yeah. and she's crying because it wasn't real. And you're like, and okay. Like- and then not only that, but they have sex precisely once, and... She gets pregnant with a vampire demon baby the first time, implying (laughs) that Edward is just raw dogging it, just nutting inside her no condom, despite the fact that he knows. Why would they use condoms? No, they didn't think that was possible. I don't think that's entirely true. They thought (laughs) he was shooting blanks. Yes, it is. Okay. Like, I think one of the things that's most frustrating for me is like, it literally didn't even have to be that way. No. Like, the main yeah. conflict of the movie would have still happened if it was just like, we're having fun on our honeymoon and yeah. fucking the shit out of each other. Like, <laughs> yeah. Then it's still like the baby would have still happened. Right. Yeah. 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 And it's just like, like I don't it know. People cannot. Extra. Yeah. Like they can't let people enjoy sex. And when they do finally give in and have sex, there are earth shattering lethal consequences. You yeah. know. And, oh yeah. my god. The, the <laughs> whole the whole thing. Throw it away. The whole thing. <laughs> Put it in the garbage. <laughs> Fucking dog. The whole, oh God, Edward is pro-choice. We have to break up. It's just fucking, oh my God. The fact yeah. that it starts kicking immediately. The right. fact that it, it, the whole thing, throw it away. Put it right in the toilet. It's like I so, it. it like becomes this like so like weird, bizarre. I mean, like everything is in Twilight. It becomes this weird, like conservative like yeah. sex politic thing where it's just like that yeah. baby's alive right from conception like the stop moment stop calling it a fetus call yeah, it stop. a baby exactly yeah eyes. they don't know that it's a baby for so long they're like we literally cannot see it this no, could be a fucking a baby, like literal fucking, demon like, goblin monster <laughs> yeah, yeah this could like literally be a swamp monster killing her and we wouldn't know and the whole time Renesmee is like you gotta call it a baby sis it's really yeah. problematic of you. And it's like, it's not Renesmee saying that. It's Rosalie. She's talking about Renesmee. <laughs> one of my big, Rosalie one of my big cringe, uh, cringe moments of this movie is like, yeah, the indigenous people in Rio de Janeiro have <laughs> yeah. this like mystical vampire knowledge. <laughs> yeah. Where she just like yeah. touches the belly and she's like, you're going to die. Like, how do oh you know? Oh my God. Oh no. <laughs> And it's like, she's like, we've seen this before. Uh, and you're like, no. she did. You have? The magic <laughs> brown housekeeper. Like. Yeah. How often? Oh, wait. Can we, we skip this though? Because in this movie, you find out that in a past life, Edward was a vigilante. Uh, <laughs> right. Like, assassin. Yeah. Of, it's like, so, it's okay. 
He only killed the bad people. Because vampires have to kill rapists. That appears to be the only thing that vampires do in Twilight movies is kill rapists. Is the best blood. And we're not going to ask any questions about that. I mean, that's a fun little sequence where, like, you see him following the girl from in the movie theater and you're like, what's he going to do? But it is, it's like just more like evidence that they're putting out there that Bella should not become a vampire. Like yeah. you don't understand yeah. why it's, this it's movie like so, and this franchise. It's like, like it's really like tra- fourteen like, year old. It's like fourteen year old writing where it's like, like I don't want to actually make the vampire a bad person. Yeah, baby. Right. And like I yeah. don't know how to deal with like what if he actually killed like Morals. regular people? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and it's like. The easiest cop out is like, oh, he kills the bad people, so it's fine. Yeah. And like, I just think it's so interesting, though, because Edward is literally like, no, like, I was, because she's like, well, you were probably saving more people than you were killing. And he was like, no, that's not the point. I was killing people, and that's bad, and I don't want you to be doing that. And she's like, I think I can do it. I don't give a, I don't give a fuck. I'm not like other girls. I think I can handle it. I'm not going to kill anybody. I think I can Which murder someone. Which ends up being true. And that's like is... one of my biggest pet peeves is when someone is just like the special for being special sake. Like right. why yeah. is it that Bella is like, actually, no. I just like I'm deer. I drink deer blood. Yeah. But that's, I, that's like, in the I, next movie. This movie is so like chock full of like, 2012 I'm not like other girls like oh, wearing a converse to prom right yeah I, like, what can't I just be barefoot what? it's a callback if yeah, I had like, the thought I was like if she walks down the fucking aisle in converse I'm going to kill myself and I don't like, care oh my God, about the Pinterest. consequences like oh my god she's got mason jars at her wedding like oh my god cause like it doesn't the movie like doesn't feel dated but just like some of the ways that she engages with like femininity feels right. so much mm-hmm. like oh you know those heels punch, the, like, punch out the lenses heels. of your 3D goggles like yeah yeah yeah. Yep. <laughs> yes. yeah it is like it is so interesting to like be able to examine things from like 10 years past because yeah, right? back then it's like Ugh, yeah, heels. Why would I? I don't like heels. But now it's like the lingerie don't wear freaks me out. <laughs> it's <Yeah>. gross. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Also, the lingerie choices in this movie are questionable. I would say a lot. Of, I mean, it's pretty lingerie. Let me wear what is I essentially think- a full body swimming suit. Do you like it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the one where she like she's like do 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 do, and Edward laughs funny. in bed and flips over, which is I a think very that's sweet, such a sweet little scene. Yeah. yeah, but that one specific piece, I was like, I hate it. I that's don't so like good. that at all. Yeah. That's the worst shape I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> the worst shape. That's my and least I've, favorite yeah. shape. I've seen a lot of shapes Listen, in my I day. I watched a lot of say yes to the dress. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm an affi- a lot of four weddings. I spent a lot of time on TLC mm-hmm. as a child slash teenager Today, slash yesterday. maybe as an adult. Who's to say? <laughs> who's to really say? But I know. So I know. I know my way around an A line. Listen, Dress I just want to. Wandre bad. 
I just want to talk first. We didn't talk about the dress. Very no, good dress. I want to talk about the, the the second wedding dress. The back of it, gorgeous. Love the lace. Love the like. It kind of looks like a dragonfly. Beautiful. The front of it with the two different fabrics, like diamond together, that looks like it was sewn together by someone who like just bought a sewing kit. Not not good. Kind of jestery. I think it's great. Weird. I think it's great. I don't like it. I thought it was fine. <laughs> I just I don't know the well, back was so one. pretty and then the front and then the front was just like we put some fabric together do you like it and it's like all right no, all opposed like it, actually all, all opposed say nay oh, damn oh we're doing this so great if we damn. were on say yes to the dress this is exactly how it would go <laughs> yeah. that's fair that's really fair would <laughs> I would get killed off screen that's what yeah. happens and say yes to the dress uh, they just don't show it that's exactly so Bella so Bella's pregnant with a demon and yeah, uh, fuck. <laughs> There's that moment where uh, I actually kind of like this moment where she's like they Google eating the something chicken. in this movie. They Google it. They Google. There's they a do. good research sequence. Edward gets but I like when she's like when she's like eating the chicken and she suddenly gets like weirdly fascinated by the like the red like the pink on the inside of it before she like starts throwing up and realizes she's pregnant. I think that's kind of fun. That's a cool little yeah, like weird gross fun. storytelling bit. Uh, mm-hmm. And so also they love go. That she's just eating. Four pieces of chicken for lunch. <laughs> for, breakfast. Yeah, for breakfast. For breakfast. For breakfast. It's breakfast. Yeah, it's like yeah. in the morning. Yes, you're right. Uh, uh, I'm trying to remember when does she call? When does she call her dad and be like, "Don't freak out," but I'm going to a medical center in Switzerland. This is like when she it's like, like way after she's right dying. before she gives yeah. birth. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. that's hysterical. she's like already back at the Cullen's house. <laughs> like, don't freak out, but I am going to an emergency room in Europe. <laughs> He's like, what? That's how I called my mom last week, or yeah, this week, when I was like, hey, don't freak out, but someone right next door to me got murdered this morning. Oh, right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, you're anyway, just like you should Bella. probably freak out. You're just like Bella, Keisha. <laughs> just like her. I'm pregnant and pregnant with a little demon baby as we speak. Um, and it's got more rights than so, me. Yeah. So it has, it is like absolutely like the first half of this movie is this like faux steamy Christian romance movie. Absolutely. And then it takes this abrupt left turn into like Cronenberg body <laughs> horror no. nightmare. Yeah, and, yeah like, it rules. It fucks. It's incredible. <laughs> it, it fucks. It's so great. And like, like the like, the it, shot when like Jacob like comes in switch. and it takes like several se- <laughs> like when, when it takes when it takes like several seconds for Jacob to like see her because she's like behind I don't remember who it was yeah, but then like the camera see, pans like, around and her face. face is all like gaunt is like so it's it's, it's so great it's the so writing crazy. is so good the writing for Rosalie is just like I'm just like focusing on her because like I'm just like baffled by the perspective of this character because we talked about how like she didn't want to be. A vampire. She got hit by rapists, and she killed all the rapists. Cause you're a vampire, you kill racists. Uh, now, sorry, not racists, rapists. We, if you no, are a vampire, you are racist. You kill rapists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I got it all mixed up. But like it, yeah. And she's racist, like, I didn't uh, want neighbor relatives at the wedding when they're like a Native American. <laughs> And they're like, and that okay, never comes chill. back. And she's I, like, I, I it can't. might come back in a second. Well, it <laughs> does leave. come back. It comes okay, back good. profoundly, Adelaide. Okay, good. But like the just like, it is, okay, so like she didn't want to be a vampire. She wanted to have a regular life with a regular husband and have kids and like have a normal long life. She's a woman of like the forties or whatever. It makes sense. Makes sense. 
But then for her as a character to just be just like shoving everything that she wants onto Bella and having that be a good thing is just so weird, especially when the situation is so different and she's literally going to fucking die. Like, it's just, well, (laughs) I mean, it's a whole whole pro-choice fucking. I mean, if I could push back on that a little bit, I think that like you do see Rosalie versus like Alice, who is like very much in love with being a vampire and the whole vampire lifestyle. And she calls it a fetus and she's like, that's not good for you. You should get rid of it. And then you see Rosalie saying, well, like you are still human. Like you could still like have all of these human things that you want. And Bella is like from the beginning, like she wants the baby. Like she wants to have the baby. She feels good about it. So it's not like she's like, I don't know what to do. I'll just listen to Rosalie. Like she wants to have the baby regardless. And that's like a real life story of a lot of women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's fair. It just I don't want to just like say like, She's being brainwashed into like no, this no, no, pro-life no, no, no. narrative, if, which is not Bella necessarily is being the case brainwashed, for the it has happened years and years of being a woman in 2010. It was not in this moment. <laughs> it was like, like the whole, or she wants to have a baby. I know, <laughs> but it just you. Can't, I can't remove. It's like when the conversation about how to like dress women in video games. It's like, well, they chose to dress scantily clad. And it's like, no, they didn't. A man drew them that way. This is what this feels like. Like she doesn't want to have a baby. She was written to want a baby. Like it's just, I don't, I can't separate it in my head. And just, it's just, I hate it. It's just nasty. I don't like it. it I don't like it. I, don't know. <laughs> so, I think that becomes difficult then. Like, how do you even? What does any character want? Every character is written to want something. But it's like, just so clear that there is a pro-choice conservative narrative going on. It's so it's so blatantly obvious. Oh, sorry, pro-life narrative going on. Like, it's just so blatantly what's happening. So it's hard to like respect the decisions of the characters when I know that this ulterior motive mm-hmm. is going on. That's trying to push me to believe in Stephanie Meyer's beliefs when I don't. Like it's just. It's just gross. Like, it's just gross. I don't like it. Mm. So I, I like uh, Jacob a lot in this movie. Yeah, because no, he, he has a real, this is really comes around. Here, Jacob. He feels like he has an emotional arc in yeah. a lot of ways. <laughs> For once, where he the only one he basically does. does it any other time, which is yeah. basically just that, like, he thinks it's a super fucking bad idea for any of this to have happened. And he just is so frustrated and feels like he's saying, I told you so to everyone all the time. And yep, yep, just yep. wants to kill Edward, basically, because he's so angry <laughs> about it. And, like, I love I love that bit where Edward and Jacob are talking, where it's like, you know, you get what you want either way. Like, either, either Bella survives and everything turns out, or she dies and you get what you always wanted, which is to kill me. If she <laughs> dies, like, yes, she dies. Like, oh, fuck. It's just good. It's just a good it's line. It's pretty good. It's a good, good line. Good writing. Uh, I, also, I love all the wolf stuff. Wolf stuff I lo- good. I like when they're, like, all in the, the pack, just, like, going in circles. Mm. And Jacob's I like... Love- <laughs> <laughs> I love that it turns into Alpha and Omega for a second. I love that about this. Yeah. <laughs> they do a little howl dance. I love it. <laughs> What's up, I don't know if I'm familiar with that flick. <laughs> oh, I was, I was going to say... Um, something that was irrelevant to uh werewolves i love i love the werewolf telepathy but that's not what i was going to say (laughs) Um, (laughs) i i was going to say like one of my favorite things about this movie is how they do like the makeup when she's all fucked up with the baby because like she looks like she's terminally ill and is gonna die in like five seconds (laughs) and like it would have been such an easy choice to like pretty her up and have her still like 
look conventionally attractive. They could have, like, put, you know, eyeliner on her and, yeah. like, had her still look kind of pretty. But, like, she doesn't. She, like, looks like a fucking Mm-mm. meth addict. Like, yeah. she looks so scary. And, like, the this the scene where she's, like, in the mirror and she, like, drops the, like, robe off yeah. and you can see, like, the bones fucking sticking Bony. out of her shoulders. Yeah. Yeah. And, like... Those bones go all I, the way up. I think about <laughs> the shot... 206. Where she... <laughs> Where she drinks the blood out of a styrofoam cup, like all oh, the yeah. time. And she's like, and you can see it going up the straw, and, like... and then her like teeth are all like red. <laughs> like, yeah, it's so it's good. So, it's so it's, great. It's like it's like raw. It's so I good. Like it. I yeah. love that. It's a real that Julia Ducournau. Makes me laugh. It's every time. Good. <laughs> good. It's good. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, is it? It doesn't seem like yeah, it's she good. looks so sick. She looks so scary. It's just awesome. Yeah. yeah. Have you seen the like side by side? Because they built like a whole like skeletal Bella for like when she's fully dead and right. like Edward's doing CPR on her. And like there's a picture of like actual Kristen Stewart next to skeletal Bella. And it's so interesting because like they really do a lot of work on her to yeah. make her look like that. It's like yeah. looks yeah. fucked awesome. up and weird. Yeah. yeah. I was looking at her. conversation with this production team and tell them to just stop building shit because it's going to be hot. <laughs> Stop doing it. Oh, it's great. But and it I worked, love, like, though. I was watching. That time it, it totally worked. worked. That time it was excellent. I think they did that, and it was phenomenal. And then they were like, we could do that with the baby, right? And then they could not. I was watching the, like, you know, I was just, I was focused on her shoulders, like, during that whole birthing scene. Because she's got those, like, super skinny, like, emaciated shoulders. And Clinic. I sort of realized, like, if I looked at it long enough, I kind of figured out that, like, I think her actual shoulders are, like, underneath, and she has, like, prosthetic shoulders, like, on, like top on top that are super like yeah. skinny yeah. and weird it's a, it's like such cool like i i mean i don't know it i you don't it's like an effect you don't see in movies that much but like compared to like avengers endgame where robert downey jr gets super like skinny and emaciated like mm-hmm. you can just you can tell that that's cgi you know yeah like he has a lot he yeah. can move around a lot more and like do stuff but like it feels so much realer in this. Like, mm-hmm. and there's a visceral mm-hmm. reaction to like these, a like, practical prosthetics, like, practical always. makeups. Yeah, it, like, feels so much, like, gutturally, like, scarier. Mm-hmm. It's wild. Yeah, that's no, this why, like, movie, Guillermo del Toro movies always feel just, like, so much more, like, his monster movies <laughs> like especially. Real, or, like, yeah. that's yeah. literally right in front of them. And, like, they are, like, touching and making eye contact. Like, mm. ugh, I just love, I just love practical makeup. Michael Shannon really ripped those fingers off. Yeah, he did. <laughs> he was really committed to the bit. Man, yeah. But, like, yeah, this movie he is just, just... on one of the takes, he just did it for real. And they were like, whoa, that was a good well, one. We have to use that one. <laughs> Yeah, it's tradition. We gotta yeah. use that one. We gotta. Yeah, no, it's, this movie fully 100% literally becomes a horror movie, and that's yeah. fine. It's I, so it's sick. It's awesome. so sick. It's awesome, Adeline. It's, it's, it's vampires. Yeah, it's no, vampires. no, I like, I, it's, it's just, I don't, it's gross. Is it, it, I am fully able to admit yeah. it's a great horror movie, but I do not like it because it is a great horror movie. Is that valid to say? <laughs> it do does you, what it. How do you it one hundred percent does what it wants to do, and what it wants to do is make me not like it. Like it's done its job. I don't like it. How do you feel about the the part when her spine breaks when she goes into? I fucking her. hate it. Thank you so much for bringing it's it so up. Good. I despise it's it. So good. <laughs> 
and she like hits, she like falls to her knees, and you can hear her bones yeah, crack. Bones break, yeah. And the like, cuff falls. And it's oh, like, fuck. God. It's maybe immediately after Edward has like come to terms and is like, I am really excited about this baby. Like I could hear his <laughs> yeah. thoughts, and it like loves us, and I love it, and blah blah blah. And then she, they're like. Oh, touch the baby. And she goes, oh, which every again, day I wake up like and I break my that. bones. I got paper bones and glass skin. <laughs> yeah, I, break, I break my arms. <laughs> but it's literally right back to that. Like they can't even be happy for a Nobody can right. be happy. Nobody yeah. can be happy like, in this movie. At the same time, just be like happy in their relationship, happy with what's going on. Nope, Bella snaps. And if they are, and if they are happy, then Jacob is fucking miserable. Like you can't. He's he's off somewhere being a simp. Yeah, like even if when they are fully happy, it's just like, oh, also that makes somebody else sad, and you're like, just fucking let me have one thing. It's like any time anybody gets to actually be happy in these movies, there's always catastrophic consequences. Yeah, they're like. Uh, But like, yeah, and so like, and the birth sequence is so great. Like that moment. horrifying. That moment where Edward is like holding the baby with like blood all over his mouth. Is like, it's like such chunky. a yeah, yeah, it's like such a haunting room. image. Like it's yeah, bizarre. Dog. And he just I has to like chew the baby out scalpel. of her. <laughs> Yeah, which is like scalpel. all of that shit, she's, and she's just like, Ugh. which is like all that shit that they have to read in the book, and are just like, we're not gonna make this movie, are we? Like, this. it's not gonna, we're not yeah. gonna. Like, be able the to do that. Like, they C-section her while she's awake, and then like he bites the baby out of her stomach. Yeah, it, so great. and they're like. Yeah. <laughs> For teen, for teenagers, for teens, <laughs> for, teens. for teen girls, yeah. we like it. Uh, Isn't it fun? It's we're gonna, it's we're gonna play this text like uh, the horrors <laughs> of childbirth to be a woman, la la la. Like, and it's just, just like the fucking the fact that the mo- this movie starts off with like childhood doesn't really end. Childhood is when no one dies. Like, she's eighteen in this movie. Yeah, fuck. Like, it sucks. It sucks. Like, damn. Damn, it sucks. Damn, it's not good. I love, I love how, like, chunky the, like, blood is that's, like, all over the baby. It's all over that baby. They got it's some Orbeez like, all over that baby. <laughs> the the sound design with, like, everything, like, being, like, crunchy and, like, yeah. squelchy. Yeah, it yeah. sucks. The, it's, uh-huh. like, literally, like, you would not expect it, but this is, like, seriously, like, the most hardcore PG-13 movie I've ever seen. Like, it yeah. pushes oh, the yeah, fucking man. limits like, of that. Yeah. Uh, I, think, I think a lot about, like... Um, like, I, I'm thinking about this because I just saw Batman the other day, too. And, like, just the way that... The, oh, I'm logging off if the you're going to spoilers. <laughs> the movie, your perception of a movie changes so drastically, like, depending on how well it ends. Because, mm-hmm. like, I think this movie mm-hmm. is, like, really... Like, most of it is pretty boring. Maybe not most of it, but a yeah. lot of it in the middle is pretty boring. Yeah. But like it opens extremely strongly and it ends extremely strongly and you walk oh, away from it just being like landing. hell yes. What the fuck? Hell yes. And like <laughs> I feel like I have the opposite. I mean we talk about Rogue One all the time. We're always like Rogue mm. One is like a pretty good movie, but the last 40 minutes of it are like the best 40 just minutes damn. in any movie ever. Damn, and so you're just so like good. this is a masterpiece. Yeah. Like yeah. Um, and like with Batman, I had like kind of the opposite thing. I was like, this is incredible. Like, I love this for like two hours. 
And then it starts to kind of peter out. And by the end of it, I was kind of like, I don't really know. And I find myself mm-hmm. being weirdly mm-hmm. like, I don't know. It was fine. Despite the fact that, like, I spent two hours being, like, so amped about it. On you the know? edge of your seat. Yeah. An entire movie's length, one could say, being totally <laughs> amped about how good a movie it was. Um, yeah. But, like, you know, I, I think that, like, that's the thing about this movie is it starts and it ends so strongly. Like, you you sit down. It's like you're like, Oreo. fuck yeah, I love this. And then you're like, okay, you're looking at your watch. You're like, I don't where, where are we going here? And then where you get to the end. You're like, holy shit, hell yes. Love it. Love it. Love <laughs> yeah. this. The end shot of this movie is excellent. It's very cool. She love that shot. Her eyes. Like, yeah. Yeah. Shot. Very fun. Love yeah, that. That's <laughs> like so genius. That's how Avatar when ends. Yeah, her like re-inflates. fucking chest cavity going like <laughs> 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 fucking, the fucking vampire venom splooging through all of her inner organs and her spine. It's yeah. good. I like it. I like it's it. fucking cool, man. I don't, like cool. The, I don't like the venom like shots from inside the Jimmy Neutron you don't like her getting getting comified that's the only I think it would be a lot stronger of a sequence without it but I still I, really I do sequence, like so. the sort of like flashback of her mortal life that's I think pretty that's, cool that was fun, that's yeah, really like that. fun. fucking but clip yeah, shows like the in CGI, movies work on me 100% of the time I don't know like it's so easy and it's so obvious yeah, I like Part. But like you show me some clips from the other movies, you're like, I do remember that. That was awesome. <laughs> you're like, that I love movies. God, memories. I just can we talk about um, justice for Leah and how literally someone oh in yeah. the most slept on Leah. character. <laughs> Like, poor, like, she's literally just trying to be alive. And everyone's right. like, shut up, Leah. Get Fuck out of here, Leah. Leah. No one wants to hear Leah. You <laughs> used to like, be, the, you used to be the chief's, like, girlfriend. You were in love. But then he imprinted on someone. So now we all want you to die. And it's like, oh, Bad. It's just, it's, she's like it's the only so the silly. only girl werewolf, and all of them hate her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's like are we trying to do like a Family Guy Meg thing here or something? Yeah. But what if we like? What if it like wasn't ever a joke or funny? What if it was just only yeah, we mean actually hate and her? And we were like always they all putting down her. her feelings. Like yeah. Like when she's like, Leah's just like, I just want somebody to love me so that I can forget about the man who abandoned me. And Jacob is like, that's kind of like what I'm going through. I just want Leah to be like, shut the fuck up, Jacob. It's not. <laughs> fuck you. I think that like, it, I, it never ceases to astonish me how much the wolves just look like the people they're supposed to be. Yeah, no, they are great And you can, like, tell who's who, and you're like, how? Like, what is it about this wolf that (laughs) looks like Taylor Lautner? They all look exactly the same. They're wolves. I don't know, but, like, why do I know that this one is Boo Boo Stewart and this one is Taylor Lautner? You know, how can I tell them apart? Yeah. I love how when they get in the fight with the vampires, the vampires just, like, punch them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I don't know. That, like, There's something so funny about, like, scene. one of the wolves will, like, jump at them, and they'll just fucking punch him in the face. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, do the fucking this move. Vampires strong. Yeah. Vampires, fists, really strong. And it like, is, except for Alice. She's not she Alice. Girl, she's Alice, like, grabbing the corner of that one's mouth. Like like a cartoon <laughs> yeah. character, yeah. Because yeah. they're all fucking like twentieth century pugilists, 
Like they're, they're, they're all yeah. bare knuckle boxing. They're squared <laughs> off against Jack Johnson. Like, like, yeah, doing the little the, like where they like put their fists in a up. circle and then they're like being yeah. like, like that's what they're doing. They're like doing the like donkey kong round up. Yeah, um, I've been I've been watching uh, what we do in the shadows with my friend Joe. Yeah, um, the the TV so show and like man, I think it would just be a lot more fun if there was more like weird shit left over from the 1920s that just kind of like slipped out. Yeah. I mean, that's why they're all wearing true. fucking New York Yankees Babe Ruth jerseys when yeah, they're playing baseball in the first that's one. That's the very first one. They, yeah, like, totally yeah. ban- Like, okay, and Alice don't do gets it to wear- At the wedding, Alice wears this very cute, like, 1920s-inspired dress, and she's got her hair done in the short, curly, like, finger waves bob. That's very cute. I love that. Because you can see the time period that she's in. And you see that with nobody else. And I hate right. it. It's boring. You don't even see it with Jacob. And he's because always talking Carmichael about is... how he is so affected by the time that he grew up in. You don't see it at all. It's I hate it. It's boring. I just, I just like want Carlisle to like say some weird like 1800s slang. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Right? Yeah. Carlisle's old. He's like at least 400 years old, yeah. which again is gross. I'm going to say it again. <laughs> I know that everyone's freaked out by the Jacob Renesme age gap. Which, mind you, is only 17 years old. It's the smallest age gap <laughs> of all the relationships in this franchise. Yeah. But it's the current age gap place. between him and Esme is literally like 400 years. <laughs> right. I mean, it boggles yeah, my like, brain. I feel like when you're an adult, you you kind of like stagnate as an adult. So like, right. yeah, him. I mean, I don't know. I don't know Twilight lore or like how old Esme was, like when they she met was like or whatever. Thirty, and he so, she didn't choose to become a vampire. He made her a vampire. Well, was I mean, gross. there is that. She was but like, die. I feel like the age gap is not that weird because if he is like perpetually fifty years old, and she's like thirty, that's like, that right. still feels like a normal adult like you're age like gap adults, to me. Yeah, yeah. I've like, so her brain is mentally mature. <laughs> And, and yeah, I don't you know, know. She's not Fucking, like seventeen. Who knows what four hundred years of maturity does to yeah. a man? I mean, I obviously, nothing. No because nothing has stuck. <laughs> I think the way we talk about these sorts guy. of things. Like, people, I don't know about you guys, but I'm just, like, so fucking exhausted by, like, licorice pizza discourse. And it just becomes this weird culture war mm, thing. I had none. Really? Where it's just, like, people hear, like, it's about a 15-year-old dating a 25-year-old. And they're just like, that's fucked up. And then, like, every social media post I see about licorice pizza is, like, at least 40% people being like, isn't it about grooming? Isn't it about grooming and how you groom someone and that's good? And you're like, I don't know. What? Like, I don't know. And, like, we're so, like, obsessed with that in our culture right now. And, like, kind of for good reason because there's, like, this – it's, like, so much easier to do now to, like, groom somebody. It's a lot easier to point out when it's, like, oh, that guy is doing something he should not be doing. Yeah. yeah, Well, but, like, before smartphones, if you wanted to groom a teenager – you had to go find a teenager, you know? You had like, to put in the legwork. Yeah. That, that's tougher to do. But now it's so easy, right? So it's happening a lot more. We're a lot more aware of it, you know? Yeah. And, like, it's good that we should be talking about it. But I think we just apply these fucking, like, insanely, yeah. insanely rigorous standards up to, like, pieces of fiction that don't have anything to do with the real world and, like, just get so fucking upset and, like, self-righteous about things that don't matter at all when it comes to, like, actually and, like, doing good in the world. Edward is creepy and watches her while she sleeps is, like, s- so much more of a red flag. Than- like, 
No, I was going to say that's what people have been saying for the last 15 years, yeah. we know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it's like, like you're yeah. not, you're not yeah. breaking any new ground there. We get yeah. it. Well, yeah. For me, it's like if, that, yeah, that's what if, we, if everything else is fine for you and it's the age gap that breaks the camel's back, I'm just like, what, <laughs> yeah. what have you been watching? Mm-hmm. What are you doing? <laughs> that's true. Yeah, Anna, like for our first Twilight one, we were kind of talking about just like how it's so tricky to even separate like what do I personally believe versus like what did I just hear for years and years and years about these movies Mm -hmm. and I think that's definitely part of it like did we over inflate like it it is creepy that he watches her sleep but like after hearing millions of people say isn't it creepy isn't it creepy isn't that weird Mm -hmm. it's kind of just like how do you how do you like remove your brain from all of that like just juice yeah. that's been yeah. creating yeah. it for so long? It's kind of fucked up if you yeah, think about it. It's kind of fucked up. Yeah, it's kind of fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, kind of like, fucked not, up you know, there are some things that wonder, you're just not supposed to think that hard about. <laughs> I feel like the the way that the pendulum swings in how we talk about movies and like what discourse surrounds like just the generic like conversation. Um, I've been hearing a lot of people talk about like "Call Me by Your Name" recently, mm-hmm. and now because right. I think everyone was so like, it's like it's a gay romance, isn't it? So, bleh, bleh, bleh. Mm-hmm. and now everyone's like, oh, it was kind of um, gross how he one was twenty five yeah. and the other one was like sixteen. Um, that's kind of messed up, but like, and so now that's like people are kind of that, marinating like in that the, and thinking yeah. about how yeah. at the forefront because it wasn't um a healthy relationship yeah i still yeah I, mean, I still stand by calling by your name that movie fucking rules yeah oh yeah 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 like i think it's a good film but i think that like the way that people were so pro mm-hmm. and then one person was like well but there's you know nuance in the movie right. there's, there's nuance. nuance in yeah. it and so now they're like they swung entirely the other direction mm-hmm. to be like bad and so now i think that like now that we're here in that for this movie it's like licorice pizza can't have it's like yeah we are on this side of the yeah. pendulum right now can't, so like, can't do like it. maybe in four yeah. years time yeah. not to just back. not to just talk about licorice pizza but i just want to like say it because like the thing about licorice pizza the entire movie thematically is built around power dynamics and romantic relationships, right? Everything that happens in that movie is centrally themed around those ideas, right? And, like, the thing that's complicated and weird and tricky about the two protagonists is that it's, like, a 25-year-old girl who's just, like, some girl who works at a store or whatever, and a 15-year-old who's, like, this successful, wealthy child actor who starts a business and then hires the 25-year-old girl as an employee, right? So it's, like, the power dynamics are weird. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not just... Like, the thing that's funny about it is that it's kind of about a 15-year-old grooming a 25-year-old. Like, there's this, like, bizarre, like, multifaceted, like, structure that the whole movie is interrogating and talking about. Mm -hmm. And I think people... And, you know, I don't know. They kiss at the end. But, like, not in a way that makes me as an audience member think, like, they did it. They're going to be together forever (laughs) and happily ever after, you know? Like, I think people are so much, like, and they get together and everything's great. And that's why it's fucked up. And it's, like... it is fucked up. I don't think they have a good relationship. Like, it's yeah, weird. The point like, is that it is fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. It's like if you watched um, Back to the Future and you're like, 
oh my god, you know that it's gross that he kissed his mom, right? <laughs> yeah. And you're like, that's so yeah, problematic. It is. And it's like, yeah. yeah. Yes, that is the that is the idea. That is the point. <laughs> yeah. It, it, like, it's just, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, it just comes back to the conversation we're always having about like, is it the movie's job to teach you morals if it presents something to <laughs> right. you? And yeah. the point is to just present something to you. This is an idea. We are not yeah. saying this idea is good. Mm-hmm. Here is this idea. And then for us to be like that, you're evil. It's just like, it's just yeah. like, it's up to you to figure out Adeline, what's good you or not. Adeline, you should apply that to your thinking about the whole pro-choice, pro-life thing in this movie. But it, but I know Stephanie. Though, I feel like you're not necessarily doing that. But I know Stephanie. That's the problem. She is not saying this. This I don't know. She's saying this is this, and you should be pro life. That's what the whole thing is. That's what well, makes no, it. Because if what you ask her, about it. it's not about pro life. It's about vampires. It's just about vampires. That's you know, that's fair. <laughs> yeah, that's... Vampires are, are very pro death. death actually, yeah. 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 that's the thing though. Last movie, last movie, we killed a twelve-year-old and we didn't give a shit, and no one had any moral objections to that. Now we have a baby, and now we can't kill that one though. The twelve-year-old, fuck him. The baby, we gotta keep him alive. Like it's just so, it's blatant. The thing though is like, is like everyone who's like. We have to abort the baby because it will kill Bella is right. Like, indisputably (laughs) right. And Mm -hmm. then, like, it literally does kill her. No. So in, like, in, like, a way, like, the the pro-choice people being actually correct about what it's going to do to her. Yeah. Like, does also say something. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's that same. It's literally so strange how, like, every... Like, cause we're supposed to be rooting for Bella, supposed to be rooting for her becoming a vampire, yeah. like having this baby. And literally everything in the movie is like, don't do, girl, yeah, don't, don't do it. it. Don't be a vampire. Don't do it. Don't and die. She's like, and it's just like, what? I think what? I'm gonna. Yeah. I think I'm gonna do I it. I feel different. <laughs> and more power to you. Yeah. you know? I didn't know like, what it all works oh, out. That- Good for her. <laughs> I'm built different. This baby is not going to shatter my my spine like a glass rod (laughs) you drop this queen like yeah literally like she looked just like half of a human left it's just it's gross gross. but yeah no what he's he's biting her yeah biting her all over yeah Yeah. it's like simultaneously so horrific and so sad and i I just oh it's a lot like i think rob pattinson does a really good job in this movie like i think that he has just, and he does a good job in every movie. I yeah. talked about him a lot last night just because He's I'm great. always talking about Robert Pattinson. Yeah, he rules. <laughs> but like, oh, it's just heartbreaking and weird and macabre that he's just like trying so desperately to keep her alive. <laughs> I just really like that scene. It's I feel really like good. we're living in an era right now where like at least once a week some headline crosses my Twitter. It's just like Robert Pattinson is a fucking freak weirdo still. <laughs> and you're like, yes, Rob, please go off. Yes, he go is. off, just King. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm trying to think Live of a fucking good example. Live your best life, Rob. We love you. <laughs> there have been so many where it's just like, Robert Pattinson fucking wore uh, women's pants on purpose for three years for no reason. That's not a bad example. Like, what, like, like just, I don't know. He's just like doing weird yeah, shit. Just, and you're like, Robert oh, Pattinson so went like, on a date with weird? his stalker and she stopped stalking him because he just <laughs> yeah. complained about his job the whole yeah. time. <laughs> That's a good one. Okay, yeah. here we go. I Googled Robert Pattinson, flipped over to news, second one down. The Batman star Robert Pattinson got in trouble for stealing socks. <laughs> go off, King. Who you need those socks. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, yeah he's like just lying in interviews for fun. But I feel like every time, like he just like says things in interviews that make heads headlines, where you're like, "Is this even true?" Because he just lies about shit all the time. <laughs> like hilarious. he's just such a dang weirdo, <laughs> and I just want the best for him. I love him. I God love damn. him so much. He should have been the Joker. That would have been great. <laughs> There is a new... I mean, I won't give it away. I, yeah, I shouldn't even talk about it. Uh, otherwise, we're going to lose all our viewership. I can't talk about Batman. You can't, can't talk, talk about, about Batman. Batman. You'll lose I me. also well, I haven't seen the movie yet. Uh, I haven't had time. But, like, I'm trying to remember, like, what happens after the baby comes out. Because that's when they're fighting the werewolves outside. Okay, that's when... Yeah, so the werewolves are, again, it's a weird race of things, but they're just, like, itching to kill that white baby. All the vampires. Yeah. Right. And so they're, like, well, yeah, because Sam's, like, either Bella becomes a vampire and we got free reign to kill all of them, or it kills, this vampire baby kills Bella and we got free reign to kill all of them because they mm-hmm. killed a human on this ground or whatever. And then Jacob's like, no, that's kind of effed. So he leaves yeah. his his pack. Is that what they call him? Yeah. Yeah. Leaves the pack. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and uh Boo Boo Stewart and Leah come and everyone hates Leah. And then like he's like, I'm I'm doing this solo. And then he's so pissed off that Bella dies. He's like, I'm gonna kill this vampire baby. Right. And he walks up to the baby and Rosalie's holding her, and we get our first shot at CGI Renesme. Which we love to see it. And he immediately he falls to his, his knees. knees because he's imprinting on her. <laughs> That's yeah. my favorite thing, is and when he, he just like he collapses sees a right there. It's so funny. <laughs> And so and like especially the wide angle shot that it's done from <laughs> like I mean I'm not gonna be on for Breaking Dawn Part Two but that's the one where you get like the full glory yeah. of CGI mm-hmm. resume yeah yes <laughs> just the best no yeah I mean I say it all the time uh, like there's like a spectrum of things that are weird and uncanny on movies like you see Dear Evan Hansen. You're like, oh, that kid's so old. Why does he look like that? You get that? used to but it. But you watch yeah, the movie, yeah. you don't think about it after a little while, right? You get used to it. You're like, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. he looks old, but I'm not thinking about it an hour into this movie. And, like, Breaking Dawn Part 2, CGI Renesme. every time it's, it's not it's on screen, you're like, baby. it's not yeah. a big deal. It's a CGI baby. It looks weird. It's, it's whatever, whatever. <laughs> oh and then as God. soon as it comes yeah. on screen, you're like, I can't fucking think about anything else. It's so horrible. <laughs> like, it's literally the worst thing that's ever been in a movie. Like, you cannot you, like, ignore it. wrong in, like, every conceivable way. And they don't oh, even, damn. and you can't even get used to it because oh, it's changing right. all the time. It's, like, aging constantly. Yeah. So every time you oh. come back to it, it looks different and it hits you fresh again you're like i can't, can't do this i can't do this like it's horrible and it's so it's so horrible because i i remember when this movie <laughs> came out and everyone was like yeah so that cgi baby what was up with that thing and it was it was like well you know they messed it up for this yeah, movie it probably won't be it. the same for the next movie right right, right? and then yeah you get your and then the Arrested Development narrator said they did the exact same thing. Better. They filmed it at the same time. <laughs> yeah. it, 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 it was worse. It would be, in fact, a lot worse. It would, in fact, be a lot worse. Here's a good. Here's a good Robert Pattinson headline. Relevant. Robert Pattinson revealed he was almost fired from Twilight over tensions about making the movie quote too emo, and his manager had to fly out to intervene. 
Oh my god. <laughs> they like, told him that he was enough. doing too much. Yeah, like Robert, stop. <laughs> You're making this movie too emo. <laughs> That's <laughs> silencing the emos. He's got a hard for it. afterlife. The preps. <laughs> the Damn. preps. The preps. preps intervening in our Twilight movies. <gasps> oh, <laughs> I have a everything. question. What's up? I have a question. Do you... Okay, because when they get married, they you see the invitations. Right. Do you think that Edward Cullen is his real name, or is mm. this just his current name? That's true. Because they talk, they like always move around and change their identities because you know all perpetually children, or like they don't age, and that's why in, in New Moon they're like yeah, Carlisle looks ten <laughs> perpetually years thirty than year old, to. seventeen year olds. <laughs> Yes, 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 yes. But like, do you think he's always been mm-hmm. Edward Cullen or okay. is this just his name at the time? So I just looked it up. Oh. Uh, his given name was Edward Anthony Mason. And he took mm-hmm. on the name mm-hmm. Edward yeah. Cullen. When I, I do because it's have, Carlisle. I do have Carlisle. to be going because yeah. I have a hair appointment. I know. I, also, like, I gotta go. So, guys, a scary, a mysterious thing happened in the chat. Oh, my no. Oh, no. It's so scary. Finish your conversation. It's just there. There's a spooky, there's a spooky secret spooky boy there. But I got to go. Goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, okay, so let's go right now. So have fun with that. Bye. Bye. Let's. Oh, yeah. Okay, bye. Let's deal with this atomic bomb Adeline just dropped on us. Oh, now my... Wait, hold on. Let me fix the... Adeline just hung up, so now the stream's all broken. That just just gives us more time to talk about this movie. Yeah. And now we can do it unbridled. (laughs) Uh, See, my question is, how are are the Cullens faring in, like, the age of the internet when someone can go on Reddit and be Mm. like, so this weird fucking family just came to my school? Yeah, true, true. <laughs> because, <laughs> and then like there are like, like three other people who are like eighty years old who are like, I know those people. <laughs> Be like, yeah, like I literally went to high school with all of those people in the forties. <laughs> um, I also I because he they do say like it's better to start younger so then that they they don't have to move as often like they can stay for longer. But also, why don't you just live on your little, uh, like, Rio de Janeiro island? Yeah, just live off the grid. Just chill in Brazil with all of your accrued wealth. And also, people already suspect you're vampires. So just, like, chilling. Yeah. I don't know. Just go live in Rio and have a sick apartment with an awesome view of Christ the Redeemer outside. (laughs) Yeah. Why not? Why Uh, not? Literally... (laughs) Just carnival, carnival, all year all long. The time. Vampire carnival. Uh, <laughs> That's okay. really fun. So, uh, all right, let's take a look at this this creepy pasta. This one's called the Vintage Carousel, and it was published November first, twenty nineteen. This is a fresh Ooh, one. This is this is fresh. Mm. Okay, it's short too. What is? Can you tell me the adjective of the carousel again? The Vintage Carousel. Oh, as opposed to those like real nice shiny new carousels that you see all over i told some students that um (laughs) the carousel in spokane is over 100 years old and they all thought i was lying to them (laughs) they thought i started to trick them (laughs) 
they're like, that's not true. That's not true. Like, that's why would I lie about that? They, they all like watched no. the renovation happen. Yeah. I know. They're like, uh, this building looks new. And I was like, well, the building's new, but the carousel is old. <laughs> okay. I miss the old building. Anyway. So here's the vintage carousel. I know. We haven't done a creepypasta in a long time. Let's see how this feels. I know. It's so interesting. <laughs> I just to dropped that. Okay. Episode. I grew up in a pretty crummy town, Nowheresville, a real one horse piece of crap with a small municipal park <laughs> that housed a vintage carousel since time immemorial. Okay. Oh, this is some 13 year old ass shit. Okay. The same elderly guy sat in his little booth in the center, no matter the weather. I would sometimes watch whilst the ornately painted wooden horses paraded by him for the billionth mm, time. Someone just got done with their vocabulary lesson. <laughs> whilst. Whilst. He would always stare back at me and smile a little. Me and my friend Billy used to invent names for the old man when he was out of earshot. Immature stuff like horse's ass and prick draw McGraw. Oh, I like the there, second one's good. There wasn't the much elder abuse. There wasn't much else to do around I town. I thought they were going to be like Robert McSquirmy Worm or something <laughs> like that. There wasn't much else to do around town, semicolon. The park was essentially the only place for teenagers to hang out. Billy and I spent many a weekend hearing an endless loop of gaudy organ music, which more than likely drove old prick draw insane long ago. <laughs> we just hung Maybe out and listened to carousel music all the time every day. There was nothing else to there do. There wasn't anything else for the teens to <laughs> do. do. Do dabs in the park listening to <laughs> carousel music. Late one yeah, spring just, afternoon. Just hitting the woe. <laughs> the organ. Oh, I meant uh, the other kind of dab. <laughs> I'm doing the dab. Probably both. That's what I thought. <laughs> yeah, they were doing like you know. Because it was 2019. I thought it was Okay. Late one spring afternoon, we were in the park as usual, thinking up new monikers for old PD. When he surprised us by emerging from his booth, this was a rare occurrence, and cheerfully waving us toward him. This carousel sure is a beauty, ain't it? Say, did you cowboys ever hear the legend about why each horse is so darn pretty? Nah, no. sneered Billy. Enlighten us. <laughs> oh, Billy. P.D. leaned back against one of his trusty steeds and stared wistfully at us. Well, the story goes that each of these beasts is secretly alive, but you only see their true form if you switch on the power after sunset. Why else do you think I never operate the old girl at night? So he works there. He, they never said that. <laughs> they just said he sat there. No, they there. said he was in the operating booth. Oh, did okay. Yeah, he's operating. That's a real big pile of horse shit, chuckled Billy, which made me blush a little. I was a punk, but can I minded you, my wait, manners. Can you? Can you imagine? Like, there's just an old man, and like. You know, that's how, like, old wives' tales or just, like, fun little stories go. Religious, and you're just yeah. like, that's that's bullshit, you freaking dumb this bullshit, old man piece old of crap. Like, you're like, shithead. <laughs> just try to tell you a little old story. Like, I know it's a creepypasta, but just like, what? What? You fellas should, so mean to this old man. You fellas <laughs> yeah. should mosey on home. It's getting late and I'd best call it a day. 
but we stuck around as Billy had decided to call the weird geezer's bluff, especially since we noticed that he sometimes absentmindedly left the key in the ignition of the ancient machinery, and that night was such an occasion. We waited a couple hours until it was good <laughs> and dark, virtually pitch black, and then crept into the booth and began hitting random buttons and fiddling with a rusty dial. Eventually, the thing sputtered to life, quite literally. We didn't notice the screams at first, as the organ ditty was almost deafening from where we were standing, but we could see clearly enough, on every post where wooden horses had once stood were human beings, impaled, semicolon. Some through the chest, others through other parts of their anatomy. Some wear old clothing, some had faces I recognized. We're in semicolon city in here. Semicolons multiple times a sentence at this point. Just learn how to use them. Uh... Or learning how not to use just, them. Just, yeah. We're just trying everything out. Maybe <laughs> yeah. one is correct. Broken clock, tw- right twice a day. Some were yeah. old clothing. Some had faces I recognized. Locals who had vanished over the years. Their cacophony was unbearable. We Billy, were just finding out about that now. Yeah. Billy and I hugged <laughs> oh, each other. Oh, there you are, Fred. Billy and I hugged each other, trapped in the epicenter. Somehow, over that dreadful noise, we heard Prickdraw's cackling voice. Reckon there's room for a couple more? The end. Nice. Um, My favorite part of that story was some impaled through the chest, some impaled through other parts of the body. I can't think of other body parts that would be scary to impale. (laughs) So I'm just going to stop right there. (laughs) The arm. The arm. arm. You're just stuck. You're like, it hurts kind of, but like, I love how I love how completely like no fucking setup there is. I know for this like happening. Mm-mm. Like there's no like oh the town has a history of like disappearances right. or like Here's you know some just nothing. Yeah, I think it has it has the bones to become like a fun goosebumps kind of story, like a little oh, yeah. shorter where like the kids are like they're they're really into solving mysteries, like they really like mysteries, and they're like. Haven't you noticed that that one horse kind of looks like old man Jenkins who went missing seven years ago and then they figure it out. Right. Yeah. Comments on this. Comments on this are basically all just like, you didn't say that people were going missing. Like, (laughs) it's not really a reveal. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, final thoughts. If you say it after you reveal all of the people. Right. That were missing, <laughs> that they were missing. It's right. probably not narratively sound. Oh, by the way, also. And no amount of semicolons. <laughs> no amount of semicolons. And the semicolons save won't save you. Uh, so, final thoughts Breaking Dawn Part One. I mean, kind of fucking rules in a lot of ways. It's Love like, it. Love that movie. I yeah. don't know. It's I, so it's, fun. I mean, like I said, it's almost like Twilight, like eating its own tail, like wrapping back around and just becoming like so quintessentially itself, like a fucking solid core of pure Twilight. <laughs> that like none of these other movies like feel like to me twilight essential oil yeah exactly like distilled down to its purest essence twilight just the hits (laughs) just the hits yeah i think that like jacob this is like top tier jacob Mm -hmm. i know that the imprinting thing is weird but it's part of it we just gotta roll with it right right um like i think that they're like the best romantic elements do happen in this movie and also they right. push back on them immediately yeah <laughs> they like can't stick with it 
Uh, yeah, but like again, Bella looks the most beautiful and the most disgusting <laughs> she looks in the and whole it series. Rules. It absolutely fucks. Yeah. Yes. Okay. It's a great, a great spectrum. So hey, uh, if you are watching the stream right now, we do this podcast. Uh, this is, is a podcast that goes up every Friday morning on regular podcast platforms. Cool takes. But if you're listening to the podcast right now, we stream this show every Friday. Or excuse me. Every Saturday. Saturday morning. Watch your Saturday morning cartoons and come hang out with us. Um, if you are here from TikTok or Twitter or any other amount of plugs that we are doing, feel free to follow the channel because we do this every week and I'm going to be getting back on streaming a little more often. Um, and uh, if you are interested in some bonus content, we now have our Patreon up and running. I am just finishing editing our fourth commentary track our fourth monthly commentary track which was voted on by our listeners as well as other weekly bonus content every single week we upload bonus content and um if you want to be a voter for what movies we cover in our monthly commentary tracks which honestly are my favorite thing that we do i love those commentary tracks i think they are all so fun um, you just need to get on our Discord server, which is in our bio on Twitch and in the description of the podcast. And there's a whole channel which is entirely devoted to you nominating movies. You're not voting from a bunch of choices. You are choosing the movie. And whoever gets the most upvotes gets to do it. No wrong, just right. No rules. Go crazy. Uh, we are finishing up. We just recorded a Bugs Life commentary track that will be up hopefully this afternoon. Um, uh, so... All of that said, oh, Anna, would you like to plug your stuff one more time before we go? Uh, yes, you can follow me on Twitter at Radiger, R-A-D-D-A-G-H-E-R, or at Site107. You can also subscribe to my YouTube channel, Tanferad, where I make a whole bunch of SCP, like, meta-commentary comedy videos, uh, as well as my TikTok, which is also Tanferad, with two Ds. Excellent. That's where I find my stuff. Two. So, would you read, guys like to hear- uh, Read SCP-6322. Excellent. Would you guys like to hear a five-star review of the Twilight Saga Breaking Dawn Part 1? Yes. Certainly. So, uh, this person says, wow, I didn't get the sex references back then, but looking at it now, it seems kind of obvious. <laughs> yeah, I sure hope it does. What do you mean? What do you mean you didn't get them? Oh, they're having oh, sex. <laughs> That's what all that's what all the moaning and thrusting is about, it seems. I'm so confused. That's I'm why so she confused. got pregnant. What? <laughs> that was unclear. The part of it was unclear. So hey, I mean, my I guess when you watch so it when you're nine years old, like yeah. So hey, my name is Jackson McGrew. My name is Keisha Rhodes. Oh, oh, I'm enjoying today, but yeah. <laughs> and this has been the Cool Takes Podcast. Do that. We will see you guys back here next week for Breaking Dawn Part 2. No guests, just the three of us, the core crew. It's the last one. The last one, rounding it out. And uh, we will see you guys then. Save that time, save that channel. And uh, thank you so much for tuning in. And we'll see you next time.